Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is the Paper Outpost podcast coming to you from the craft room today. The craft explosion, the all excitement, um, things are happening, craft room, uh, mayhem has ensued. Yes, there's stuff up to my eyeballs, but creation is happening, so it's a good thing. All right, so let's dive into your crafty questions so I can get to know your thoughts and what you guys are all about and what you're thinking about and what you're wondering about. It helps me get to know you better. Um... Let's see. Patricia Walker says, Hi, Pam. I didn't get the August newsletter for some reason. Is there any way I can still get it? Thanks so much. Your videos are great and always love the visit with Sunny. Okay, so often if you've been getting the newsletter and all of a sudden you didn't, sometimes, I mean, if if your email is in my system, my system will just send out the newsletter monthly to you. Um, more often than not, it's something on your end where like maybe there's a, a filter that's being triggered and maybe it's being put into the promotions tab if you have Outlook. Uh, so make sure you look there. Also, sometimes I send out the, like if you're searching for it and you're, you're putting in like August newsletter, but I actually send it out July 31st just because of the timing of the days. Um, so it might not pull it up when you're searching for it, but it actually is there and it may be in a different folder or a junk folder or, um, that type of thing. Um, and, um, so I would suggest taking a look at those possibilities and, um, it, it, it's, and if you cannot find it, send me your um, email address and I'll check for it and I can show you the activity, like if it was sent to you or not. And if it's for, I really haven't had anybody that's not being sent, um, that cannot find it. Usually it's just being placed somewhere else on their computer, by their computer, maybe even inadvertently, um, or maybe it got labeled as spam or something like that. I don't know, but, um, I can see if it's been sent out here and I can see also if you've clicked on it, uh, which to me tells me you have received it and maybe you forgot and maybe you filed it somewhere and put it somewhere you forgot about that happens sometimes too. Um, but then also there's a possibility there's something wrong at this end too. So we can always double check from both sides. Cause you know, the, the cyber universe is magical and mystical in many of its realms that I do not understand. So I do my best. I, I try and think of Occam's razor, like what is the most likely cause? And if we can't find that, then we'll go look for the zebras, the unusual causes. Um, so there you go. Okay. Um, Janie Anderson says, I'm an Edgar Allan Poe fan. Love the goth and steampunk look too. How about making gothic altered paper clips? Oh, that's a great idea. I love that idea. How fun would that be? Um, well, that just brings about lots of possibilities. So um, maybe we'll have that coming at you very soon. Thanks for the creative idea. Um, Janie. Okay. So Janie also asks, um, Pam, I like the ink embossed look, but I don't have an embosser. Can a rubber stamp be used to create an embossed look? Hmm, that's a good question. Never tried that, but maybe spritzing the paper and having it, you know, press it into the stamp. Um, I'll have to try that and see if that works. Um, I don't know if it would. I know that, uh, what did I do? I did buy the embossing folders, uh, and I tried putting them with a little bit of, like, opening up the embossing folder... That's the thing that you would put the paper in when you run it through a big shot Sizzix embossing machine. Oh, put the full, open up the little folder, which has the pretty print on it, imprint that you're trying to get. Put a piece of paper in and spritz it lightly with water. Maybe even spritz underneath, because um, it's a plastic, the, the folders are plastic, so they can handle water. Spritz a little water with a sprit, uh, spritzer. Put your paper in, spritz another little uh, bit of water, 
and maybe roll over it with a uh, rolling pin. I don't think you get as crisp of an image because the pounds per square inch are much greater in the uh, if you use an embossing machine, I guess. Um, but uh, um, it might be able to be done. Maybe if you stand on it. I think I tried that. I think I tried all of these things, and I I don't know if I was really super impressed with any of the results. And um, I think I defaulted back to my Big Shot Sizzix. It's an old one. It is not electric. It's a hand crank, so it's you know it's almost it's never going to fail you other than it breaking like a handle off or something but it's pretty durable i've been happy with it and um when i emboss things i try and emboss a bunch of things all at one time so that i have um, a pot to pull from if i'm making something so they really are beautiful images and when you run the uh, your ink dauber over the embossed images it just brings out the prettiest the prettiest uh images so um, let's say you have your basics in place, your crafting tools and things like that. Um, and you're thinking about, okay, what I might like next, which could really up my game. You know, get, getting one of those embossing machines is not a bad idea. There's some super fancy ones out there. Um, and you can spend a million dollars or you can even buy a used one. You can find them on eBay or garage sales and Facebook marketplace and Craigslist. Um, and they're easy to test to see if they work. You do need a several, what I call plates to work with them because you have to make a sandwich and the plates have to be the correct thickness in order for the, the entire sandwich to go through the machine to get the embossed image that you so covet. And, um, but once you get all those little ducks in a row, life is easy. Um, maybe something nice to ask for a birthday or for a Christmas present. Uh, if you want to get a new one, they're not cheap. I, I think the last time I saw the price on a, um, big shot was 70 bucks retail. I know I bought mine in, um, Tuesday morning and it was $40 and that was, I want to say four or five years ago. It was a while ago. So, I mean, and, and those things come through hit or miss in Tuesday morning. So you can't really count on that. And, um, um, but yes, there are people who no longer use their tools out there. So if you can tap into that resource, wherever it is in your community, somebody's got an embossing tool somewhere and they're buried in a closet they don't use anymore. Maybe start asking your friends, you know, were you ever into crafting? Did you ever have one of these? And if you do and you don't use it, would you be willing to let it go or uh, for a very low price or something like that? That might be a way to get yourself started there. Um, okay. What else we have? We have, uh, our Colleen one says, Fussy cutting is not my forte either, but I like to give it a whirl occasionally. Would it be easier to, with some type of blade thing, to just trace around the image? Um, I've seen those blade things. I think I bought one at one point, and I think I tried it, and I think I failed miserably. Now, I have seen other people work with it, and they do well. So it's probably operator error on my part. Um, so yeah, why not give it a try and see if that's the answer to everything. And if it is, please let us know, because... Yeah, um, and some of the things, I don't know if it would work with the thicker paper, um, like if I'm cutting it out of cardstock or a greeting card, but maybe regular printer paper stuff, it would cut out pretty easily, I would imagine. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping it would, but let us know, or maybe I'll give it a try again. How about that? Um, I'm pretty sure I tried one of those. Um, let's see. I'm always looking for an easier way to do something, um, does, and beyond crafting, too, trust me. Um, Toots4 um, asks, thank you for this video, Pam. Um, I wish I could go, she's talking about the My Dirty Little Junk Journal secret, how it all began. 
I think that was my first busy, my first um, video. Yeah, it was my first YouTube video. Yeah. Um, I wish I could, uh, I think it was my real one, you know. Um, I wish I could go to your home and sit with a cup of coffee and look through these gorgeous journals. Uh, I was showing all the uh, journals that I have in my coffee table trunk. And um, she said, they're fabulous. Do you still have them or are they sold? Um, I still have most of those. I have sold a few, um, but I pretty much have kept most of those for multiple reasons. Some of them are not sale ready. Some of them are my learning process where I didn't quite have a skill or a technique down yet. And um, the integrity of the journal may not be up to snuff or um, it, they're also a uh, chronology of my um, learning through this process. And um, so I can look back to see how my styles have changed. Also different things that I've tried there in a sense, um, idea books for me, because I will make a lot of different things and then completely forget about the things that I've made, different ideas in that. And for me to be able to go back and just look through um, one of my old journals, it will help remind me of, oh yeah, I made that cool pocket or that cool tuck or that cool journal card or tag. I should do that again. And I walk away and forget about it. Because <laughs> um, I'm always looking for something new and exciting and fun. Uh, but I do, I do like the, uh, the, some of the, I do like some of my old ideas. <laughs> and um, uh, it's fun to reincorporate them every once in a while. So it's a way for me to house those ideas. And uh, I guess they're sort of housed on the YouTube uh, videos too. But um, I don't know if I'm ever going to actually go back and watch all of my YouTube videos. I highly, highly doubt that. So yeah, I'm kind of out here on the fringes paddling around in the water without a noodle. Okay. Um, Pam, this is from GGT or Pam, have you ever made a wedding journal? The last two pages you did are adorable, by the way. Uh, she's referring to the gothic edgy tips for a junk journal um, video. Okay, I, I have made a wedding journal. It's not like what you would think of as a traditional wedding journal with a lot of white lace or anything like that. It was a journal I started a very big, very... Um, it took me a long... I was working on that journal for months. I had not planned on giving it away. It was my experimental journal. And I thought as I was making it, this is kind of cool. And I ended up giving it to a family member as a gift for the wedding and uh, um, I thought that was kind of neat so it wasn't technically a wedding journal journal but it was a gift for a wedding so there you go and um, I have had um, requests for and also people tell me they have made guests books bridesmaids books and journals things like that um, memorializing the wedding after the fact uh, those types of journals so that's kind of a neat thing that you can do with journals because you can adapt them to any any purpose that you want they can be big or small and um, you're only limited by your imagination okay so uh, Cynthia Rice Cindy says I love this making love this making one for my daughter she loves spooky stuff how did you make the cover oh, okay she's talking about the gothic style spooky ish sort of esque journal um it the cover is a um hard cover i believe i used a, a book cover already did i where is it there it is let me feel it never know with me okay yeah it is, a, it is an old book cover covered with a flower sack tea towel that i um dyed with i want to say I, I think this is what I did. I don't know why I don't remember exactly, but I think this is what I did. I took a flower sack tea towel from Walmart, submerged it in some water, 
dripped in a few drops of black soot distress ink reinker. It comes in a little dropper bottle and you have like loose ink in a dropper bottle so you can add it to water and, and the ink is quite concentrated so you'll get good good transfer there. I'm thinking that's what I did. And then I just sort of squooshed it around so it gave a random pattern as opposed to a um, confluent pattern. I can't think of the right word but where it's all even all throughout. Um, and I think I think that's what I did. Okay so the um, now looking at the cover, so that was the background and it has a very soft feel, that flower sack. Tea towel is, it's just yummy. It's just totally yummy. And then I used nothing fancy, but I put a stencil on uh, the front. It had three roses on it. And then I believe this is black ink or acrylic ink. I'm not sure, acrylic ink, acrylic paint. Uh, like it was either my, my paddle brush that has the densely packed um, fibers in it and I rubbed that in my black soot ink and rubbed over this but this is very intense I, the way the black pops up here I'm almost thinking it might have been acrylic let me feel it does it feel different it does it feels different I don't know I'm, I'm thinking it might be acrylic black acrylic yep could have been it was a while ago that's what happens when you ferret through your uh, crates you find stuff that you made a while back and then you forget how you made it. So hopefully I made a video on it and um, it should be under the journal construction covers, finds and signatures playlist if I remembered to put it there, hopefully. All right, if anybody knows, let me know. Okay, uh, what else we got? Oh, something's falling off the desk. Oh, sorry, Sunny, don't eat the seeds. Hang on. Yay. Okay. <sighs> All right, the next one we have. Oh, let me make sure I uh, spooky stuff. Okay, uh, mysterical. Is that the same as mystical, but with a little extra mystery? Yes, yes, I absolutely think so. I have now created a new word for the universe. It's called mysterical. And um, it is a nice hybrid of mystery, mysterious and mystical. There you go. Feel free to use it at parties. I take no claim to ownership of it other than taking the claim to ownership of it. Um, but yes, I, th I just thought that was a dandy word. I love to play with words, as you may have noticed. <laughs> um, so who asked that? Did I give you Amethyst Raven. Yeah, she had that question. And that's the Gothic Edgy Tips uh, video. Um, she also says... That stripy circle is giving me haunted circus vibes. Um, what about an interactive element? Like make, maybe putting a brad in the middle so it spins. Oh, that would be fun. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The one with the weird circle thing. Yes, um, totally a great idea. Um, and then somebody else said, I like the mushroom on it also for the trippy vibe. <laughs> That's very funny. And that was from Just for Crafts and Giggles. Um, you guys are a hoot. I adore you. <laughs> uh, Michelle says, whoa, gothic. Oh, she's referred to gothic edgy tips again. How did this happen? By hook, by crook? Am I the very first one to write on your um, page? LOL. LOL. I got your fundals the other day and oh man, I do I love them so much. Thank you. Oh, that's sweet. Thanks, Michelle. Um, Brenda. That's cool. Uh, Brenda Brown asks, how do you get the musky smell out of papers that were stored in the old chest? Yes. Um, a couple of tricks. 
um, dryer sheets or a baking soda box or um, coffee beans, open coffee beans. Um, if you put them in, uh, a, if you have a stack of papers that have the musty smell, we I mean, were talking musty and not moldy. If it's moldy, probably don't use it or get rid of it because you don't want to be inhaling black mold, but um, uh, or any other kind of mold. Uh, but it's just musty, like old smell. It hasn't gotten wet or anything like that. Um, put it in a, a sealable box, like maybe a, a Tupperware container or something where you can seal it. And, um, and even if you can't, just a box where you can close the lid, it will work as well. And try any of those items, the dryer sheets or the um, coffee beans will absorb odor. Um, charcoal will absorb odor. Baking soda will absorb odor. Uh, and um, the dryer sheets will add smell to cover. Now, you don't need to use all those things. You can try any one of those things and see if it if it does it for you. Um, but old papers do generally have um, a smell or a scent. Some people like it, some people don't like it, and you can do things to minimize it. So there you go. Um, what else do we have here? In the grand scheme of things, we have um, user Anu PP says, Hi Pam, love crafting with you and your hilarious commentary. Um, the what on earth is thatness should be a catchphrase. <laughs> oh, you're funny. Thank you. Uh, I see. I don't even know I say these things half the time. Isn't that crazy? It's just the babble that comes out of the pie hole. Um, Christine Crow um, on the video, decorating a junk journal tips and tricks. Pam, will you do another tutorial on the cover and work with more modeling paste? Please thank you. Hugs to you and sunshine. Yeah, I think I may have referenced that I did modeling paste on here. Maybe I didn't because I'm feeling it now and I don't, that's not modeling paste. That's some kind of ink or something like that. Some kind of ink or paint. So I may have inadvertently um, video fibbed. Uh, yeah, it feels like ink. But yeah, it's, you know, I should probably do one because I'm getting a lot of questions about that. That means there's interest and it's really a pretty easy thing to do. Watch, I'll try and do it. I won't get the same result at all, you know, but uh, I'll give it a go. Oh, maybe what's tomorrow? Maybe I'll try that tomorrow just so everybody can see that process and or watch me mess it up. How about that? We'll take it either way. Sunshine, do you have anything to add? Not today, Mom. I'm, I'm sleeping. Okay. My hair is not ready. My clothes are not back from the laundromat yet. Okay, very well. Well, it's only an audio. Would that be all right? No. Okay. Um, you're just saying secluded and curled up in your little bed? Yes. Okay, fine. We won't bug you. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a phrase. I think it goes, let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, well, this one is snuggled in and sleeping. Um, so all is well on the sunshine front. Um, we're hoping you guys are doing well. I do have, just a reminder, 25% off all printable uh, digi kits. The ones that you uh, buy the computer files and print out at home on your own. Uh, all through the end of August of 2023. So if you're listening to this during that time period, uh, don't forget to um, jump on that if you want to get some at a, a good reduced rate. And um, there's over 200 to pick from, like birds, butterflies, Victorian tea, other Victorian era ones, some travel ones, um, all sorts of fun, different uh, things. And uh, you may find something you're looking for there. Maybe one day I will organize those too. That really needs to happen. Okay. <laughs> I self-admit that. Um, I hope you're having fun out there. And uh, just remember, fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon, everybody. I'll talk to you next time.